Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Pitch on the way. Sanchez swings. Hits it in the air to deep left field. Juan back into the gap at the wall. Looking up. Gonna go. Gary Sanchez. Say it with me. Again. This time a three-run homer. 4-0 San Diego in the first inning. The Gary Sanchez experience continues. A three-run home run in the first inning as part of a four-run bottom half of the first inning for the San Diego Padres as the Padres go on to beat the Cleveland Guardians 6-3 to on this Tuesday evening here in downtown San Diego. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final totals in this game for San Diego. Six runs, eight hits, no errors. And for Cleveland, three runs, nine hits, and no errors. Padres getting four runs in the first inning. They never look back. Fernando Tatis Jr. Low home run in the second. Xander Bogarts an RBI double in the fifth inning. All behind Joe Musgrove who picks up the win. Six strong innings for Joe. Three earned runs allowed, seven hits. He struck out five, walked one. The bullpen between Stephen Wilson, Nick Martinez, and Josh Hader combined for three scoreless innings. Save number 16 for Josh Hader. All in all, a very clean and quick and well-pitched win for the Padres in the opener of this three-game series. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Josh Hader. I just talked with Josh down on the field right after the game. We'll also go down to the clubhouse. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. The highlights are re- recap and much much more to get to as we wrap this one up again the final Padres six Guardians three we get it rolling with our post-game coverage from Petco Park after this on the Padres radio network this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in this series opener between the Padres and Cleveland Guardians. The Padres 6 and the Guardians 3. Padres with the win improved to two games below 500 at 32 and 34. Cleveland drops to 31 and 35. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building inside Petco Park. Some people still here finishing up their games of pool, drinking beers, closing out their tabs. Everybody have a good time on this Tuesday evening and why not a very good win for the San Diego Padres really in a number of different respects a lot to do on our post-game coverage we'll go down to the clubhouse here from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit we'll also hear from Josh Shader I just caught up with Josh on the field after save number 16 for Josh Shader in this game here tonight so a lot to do with Melvin and Hader we'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard give out plenty of our nightly awards and much more but first let's recap this one with our game highlights let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes The Padres wasted no time tonight against Guardians rookie starter Tanner Bybee, who walked the first two batters of his start. With Fernando Tatis Jr. on third base and one out, Xander Bogarts hit a sack fly to left field. Tatis scored to make it 1-0 San Diego. Padres weren't done. Jake Cronenworth singled. Gary Sanchez dug in with two on. First pitch on the way. Sanchez swings, hits it in the air to deep left field. Juan back into the gap at the wall, looking up, going to go. Gary Sanchez, say it with me, again. This time a three-run homer. 4-0 San Diego in the first inning. The sixth home run for Gary Sanchez in just 13 games as a San Diego Padre. In the top of the second, the Guardians got one back when former Padre Josh Bell stepped in against Joe Musgrove. Here's the 0-2, swing and a high fly ball deep down the right field line. Tatis over to the Petco porch, and it will go. Home run, Josh Bell. Two straight games, he's left the building. And Josh Bell's sixth home run of the year has made this a 4-1 game in the second. But in the bottom half of the second, there were two outs and nobody on for Fernando. Now the 0-1 pitch. And Tatis swings, lines one in the air to deep center field. Straw racing straight back, looks up, going to go. A line drive, home run for Fernando Tatis Jr. Over the Saquon sign in front of the bullpen, just to the left of straightaway center field. Second home run of the night that the Padres have hit against Tanner Bybee, and it's 5-1 pods in the second. And home run number 13 on the season for Fernando Tatis Jr. Joe Musgrove was solid through his first five innings. The Guardians scratched across a run on a couple of hits in the top of the fifth to make it 5-2. to two. Padres, though, got that run right back in the bottom half. Manny Machado led off with an infield single. He went to second on a wild pitch. Xander Bogarts was next. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Xander hits it in the air to the right center field gap. And to get down for a base hit. And it's going to bounce all the way to the wall. 
Machado rounding third. He'll score without a play. Bogarts thought about trying to stretch it into a triple, but he'll stop at second base with an RBI double. And the Padres get that run right back. 6-2 to two, San Diego. That was it for Tanner Bybee, the rookie, who was having a very, very good start to his major league career, but the Padres roughed him up here tonight. Four-plus innings and six runs allowed for Bybee. Meanwhile, Joe Musgrove returned to the mound in the sixth inning and allowed a couple of singles. Then a sack fly to Tyler Freeman scored Jose Ramirez and made it a 6-3 to three game. But that's all Joe allowed in the sixth inning. The final line for Joe Musgrove here tonight, six innings, three earned runs given up, seven hits, he walked one, struck out five on 90 pitches, 63 for strikes, a quality outing for San Diego's own Joe Musgrove. Then the Padres' bullpen took over. Steven Wilson, a scoreless seventh inning. Nick Martinez, a scoreless eighth inning. Josh Hader came on for the top of the ninth inning, looking for save number 16. He struck out two, allowed a base hit, and then Hader put on the finishing touch. Runner leads at second, and the 2-2 from Hader is swung on and missed. Strike three, a 97-mile-an-hour fastball, and a three-strikeout ninth inning for Josh Hader, who slams the door and collects his 16th save of the season. And that was it. Padres 6, Guardians 3 as the Padres win at this series and homestand opener against Cleveland. Again, the final totals for Cleveland. Three runs, nine hits, no errors. For San Diego, six runs, eight hits, and no errors. And the Padres now 32-34. and 34, Two games below 500 as they try to creep their way towards the 500 mark. A very good win in this series opener here tonight. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob, four runs in the first just with the doctor ordered after a tough loss? Yeah, it did. Um, especially here at home where we've had a little trouble scoring runs early in the game like that. So got the crowd into it. Usually it's a pretty good recipe for us, so... You know, Joe kind of did his thing. Bullpen guys came in, ended up being a real good game for us. I know we've talked about him a lot, but Gary Sanchez, he just seems to make it look easy right now. First pitch of the game and goes deep again. Yeah, I mean, wherever he's hitting in the lineup, too. So we were a little more balanced left-right today, but, you know, surrounded by a couple of lefties and like he's been doing early in games for us quite a bit here. Uh, he's been kind of a guy that has set the tone for us. Um, another home run. You know, we talk about... Some of the approach here at night sometimes is to stay up the middle and, you know, kind of move the line. And it's tougher to hit home runs here, but it doesn't seem like it's real tough for him right now. Your thoughts on Joe's outing? He made the one pitch mistake on the slider, but some pretty good curveballs tonight. Yeah, and he kind of nicked a couple uh, runs after that, but real efficient. You know, only walked one, struck out five, made a great play. I was hoping he didn't end up on the ground on that play. He, he likes to, you know, he's a pretty good PFP guy, but... You know, uh, just another real solid outing for him. It's almost like he was channeling his inner Manny on that play. Probably a little bit. He, he took it away from Manny. I don't know if Manny was going to get to that. But, we've, you know, Joe works hard on that stuff. You know, whether it's holding runners, fielding his position, you know, all that stuff, he's really good at it. It seems like frequently lately when you have a big inning, or it, it sort of begins with small ball like tonight's did. Do you see any correlation there between the things you guys are doing and your offense being better? Uh, you know what, I think when we get – when we try to do a little bit too much, we don't, we don't, we have the ability to, but I don't think that's our our best mindset going in. So, you know, get on, you know, good at bats from Toddy, 
um, taking some pitches, getting on base, putting a pressure on a starting pitcher early in the game when usually they're most vulnerable. Doesn't necessarily have to be a home run, even though Gary followed it up with that. But we put on a, we put on put some pressure on him. Next thing you know, it's a three run homer behind it. It's been it's been now two weeks since Gary's been a Padre. What were kind of your realistic range of outcomes for what he could have contributed right away to you guys, and how far is this kind of outside of maybe with that? Well, the the, the longer he's here, the more you kind of expect. But I think coming in we were just looking you know to get a little bit of an upgrade all the way around whether it was offense whether it was you know being able to throw out some runners um he's always had good framing skills really didn't know what to expect my expectations weren't really high we were just kind of kind of take it day to day but like i said often here he's felt like he's fit in real well and the guys have made him feel comfortable and then when you get off to a good start, he does have some quite a bit of talent all the way around, and it's just kind of flourishing right now. So had what I had predicted, he'd had the numbers that he had right now when he first got here, probably not. He he mentioned how well he's kind of fit in and how how pretty much great everyone's yeah. made him feel. You mentioned that too. What, like, What does that look like? How have you seen that kind of manifest itself in the clubhouse? Well, I mean, usually it takes a while for the personality to come out. But it's come out right away with him, and you know, you know whether it's Juan, whether it's Manny, whether it's Odor, you know, all these guys have really embraced him right away, and it, it felt like he had been here a lot longer than he had. Then you start being productive, and you feel that much more at home. But all the way around, Ruben's been really good for him too. You know, having a Spanish-speaking pitching coach too that, you know talks about the game planning, talks to him in between innings, so forth. I think that makes him comfortable, too, is uh, there's no language barrier for him to, you know, really have a lot to say. And, and he does. He has a lot of knowledge. So I think all the way around, it's been a real good fit. Bob, how much easier is it for when you guys score runs so quick, so early, for Musgrove to be maybe he doesn't have to be so fine with his pitches to have an early lead and he can just, you know, just shove shove into the zone. Yeah, you know, I think it's really more than anything, it's it's getting an early lead. You know, a pitcher, a starting pitcher certainly feels that when you have a, f- a four-run lead for you, you know, before you go out for the second inning. But I think more than anything for Joe, he always kind of plays it as it's one nothing or it's really close. Um but it's, it's awfully nice to have a, a lead like that early in the game. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from it down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park following this 6-3 win for the Padres in their series opener against the Cleveland Guardians. Sam Levy back with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up on our post-game coverage. A lot to still break down. We'll talk about what Bob Melvin had to say on the other side of this break. We'll also hear from Josh Hader who picked up his 16th save in this game here tonight. I caught up with Josh one-on-one right right after the game down on the field. So stay tuned for that, and we'll continue to recap this one from Petco Park. Again, the final, Padres 6, Guardians 3. Padres take this series opener against Cleveland. Our postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly 
so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park tonight. The Padres 6 and the Guardians 3 as the Padres take this series opener against Cleveland. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this late Tuesday evening. Hope you're driving home safely from the game. If you were here tonight, another great crowd here tonight. 40,197 the attendance here tonight. In fact, uh, somebody sat down next to me in the press box earlier today uh, during the game and the first thing they said they said wow what a crowd on a Tuesday night I said yeah it's it's like this all the time it was uh, another great one here tonight and thankfully they had a lot to cheer about early on in this game Padres putting up a four spot in the first inning one run in the second one more in the fifth inning Padres never looked back as they cruised to a 6-3 win over the Guardians very well pitched game Joe Musgrove six innings three earned runs given up improves the four and two on the year we'll hear from josh hader in just a moment picked up his 16th save of the season in this game but uh, one thing i wanted to focus on and we heard bob melvin talk about uh joe musgrove what he did here tonight during the post-game press conference joe musgrove has really settled into a groove as of late his last four starts now a combined 23 plus innings a 193 era he has been really really good and here tonight that final line, I think, could have been even better. There was a play at third base with Manny Machado where if he uh, grabs it and uh, maybe turns a double play, who knows, but it uh, ricocheted off his mitt, went down the left field line. That led to a run scoring. It was a double. Uh, that was uh, that ball was in the uh, uh, in the fifth inning off the bat of Cam Gallagher. Uh, so, you know, there were a, a couple of spots where, uh, who knows, could have been uh, an even better line for Joe Musgrove in this game. But, again, all in all, a quality start, six innings, three earned runs given up. He was very, very good. And the other part of this game that you really have to like, the offense, and more specifically, the top six in the lineup, a combined eight for 21 with a couple of home runs and a combined six RBIs. Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth, and Sanchez. Again, a combined eight for 21 in this game. A couple of home runs, one by Fernando, one by Gary Sanchez, who continues to be outstanding in his early Padre career. So we have said so many times, whether it's pregame, postgame, uh, with Jesse and Tony, we've talked about how good 
the the top of the lineup has to be and uh, obviously uh, a key to this team and getting uh, to where they want to go will be the top five or six in that lineup every single night how they do and the Padres again a combined eight for 21 in the top six of the lineup they mixed in power they drove in runs Bogarts the RBI double in the fifth inning and uh, just all in all a very good clean win for the Padres in this series opener Josh Hader came on for the ninth inning looking for save number 16 he's struck out three in a relatively drama-less ninth inning picked up that save i caught up with josh hader right after the game josh three strikeouts in that inning what worked so well oh uh, you know really just using the slider i think that was the best thing and um, being able to attack the zone with my fastball working with gary sanchez now the first couple of times how's that going it's been great uh you know fun fact he actually caught me uh in the fall league back in 16 so we have a little uh, knowledge of each other but uh it's good to have him back there um and he works hard and he and he wants to get better each and every time and, and know what you like so you couldn't ask for a better uh battery card the bullpen throws up a, a few scoreless innings in this game as a whole what do you feel like this bullpen is doing well right now you know, same within ourselves, not trying to do too much and just attack the zone, you know. Um, these guys, doesn't matter who's being called, you know, we're all ready for it and uh, ready to just compete. Finally, coming off that game on Sunday in Colorado, getting here, getting a win against a, a good Cleveland team, how important is that? Oh, it's always important. Obviously, we won the series in Colorado, um, and to come back here and continue that momentum, it's huge, especially to get the game one. Game one of any series is the most important. Josh, congratulations on another save. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. That was Josh Hader down on the field right after the game. Number 16 for Hader in the save department. He lowers his ERA to 137 now in 27 appearances. And Hader, for the most part, has been very, very good this season for the Padres and uh, did a very nice job in that ninth inning, closing out this 6-3 win. Let's tell you now about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight. Joe Musgrove, no surprise there. Six innings, three earned runs given up, seven hits allowed, 90 pitches. He struck out five, walked one. And Joe Musgrove picks up his fourth win of the season. We talked about how good Musgrove has been as of late. And uh, he continues to settle into a groove. It was a bit of a weird spring training and then starts the season between the kettlebell incident and then the setback in spring training with the shoulder when uh, he... uh, he went for a ball with a triple a el paso ends up throwing it falling on his shoulder and then getting into a rhythm here at the big league level again and now we're starting to see that 2022 version of joe musgrove and again his last four outings a 1-9-3 era joe musgrove our ace pitcher of the game and we will play that uh, that call for you hey i'm on the radio thanks so much for saying hello thank you hope you had a good time a lot of fans still here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building having a good time celebrating a, uh, a Padres win. All right, uh, Joe Musgrove, uh, like I said, uh, was terrific here tonight and made an outstanding defensive play. We're going to play that call for you on the other side of our next break uh, when we come back so you can hear that call from Jesse. It was a great defensive play. Uh, hang a star on it and uh, everything. So uh, Joe tonight, whether it was uh, with a strikeout, 
or uh, just uh, being pretty efficient or uh, with his own defense was very, very good in this game in this 6-3 win. Let's take a little bit of a wider look at the major leagues now and update you on some of the players that have gone deep here tonight. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuff knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Taking a look at some of the players that have gone deep today around the major leagues. For Baltimore, Aaron Hicks hit his third home run. Rafael Devers, a couple of home runs. For the Red Sox today, number 16 and 17. For the Cubs, Ian Happ hit his fifth home run. For the Astros, Chas McCormick, Kyle Tucker, and Mauricio Dubon all went deep. Bobby Witt Jr., his 11th home run for Kansas City. Hunter Renfro, his 12th home run for the Angels, Will Smith. Uh, for the Dodgers, went deep his 10th. David Peralta, his 4th in that game for the Dodgers as well. For the Brewers, Christian Yelich, his ninth home run. Michael A. Taylor, 10th home run for Minnesota here today. Carlos Correa, also a home run for the Twins, his ninth. For the Mets, Brandon Nimmo in the Subway Series, his 6th home run. Yankees, though, won that game 7-6 over the match. Giancarlo Stanton and DJ LeMahieu had home runs for the Yankees. Phillies, Kyle Schwarber, his 18th home run. Bryson Stott hit his sixth for the Pirates. Jack Suwinski, a couple of home runs, number 14 and 15. For the Giants, Mike Yastrzemski, his seventh home run. Patrick Bailey hit his third. Cal Raleigh, his ninth. Mike Ford, his third for Seattle here tonight. Corey Seager, his eighth home run for the Rangers. And for Toronto, Kevin Biggio hit his sixth. And that's a look at the home run tally on this Tuesday. Not everybody who hit home runs around the major leagues, but many of them. And we will have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little while. Of course, I do want to hear from you on our post-game show. When we come back, we will start taking your phone calls if you want to get them in. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, if you want to chime in, let me know what you thought about tonight's game. What did you like? Uh, uh, what do you want to say? What are you thinking about the Padres right now? Whatever. 833-288-0973. If you want to chime in on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at 973thefansd or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. As always, Instagram DMs are open as well. Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Type that in. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this game here tonight, and I may just interact with your message or your tweet live here on the air. Again, the final score, Padres 6, Guardians 3. We continue our postgame coverage from Petco Park after this on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Slow tapper to the left of the mound. Musgrove races over. Backhands it. Off-balance throw to first is in time. Going to hang a star for Java Joe. Looking like a shortstop. To the left of the mound. The off-balance throw to first base to end a 1-2-3 inning. 
An outstanding athlete, Joe Musgrove, with a terrific play in his start here today as the Padres win it 6-3 to three over the Cleveland Guardians. Joe going 6 and three earned runs given up, seven hits allowed, and he made a really, really fine play to end the fourth inning. It was uh, a little reminiscent of that play that he got hurt on with AAA El Paso during his rehab assignment. Bob Melvin referenced that during the postgame press conference, but uh, Joe Musgrove this time not going to the ground, doing it all while staying on his feet, making an outstanding play, and the Padres uh, go on to win this game by a final of 6-3. to three. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Still a lot to do. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We have our play of the game to get to a new segment, new feature here on the post-game show. And uh, we'll also tell you about a relief pitcher of the game, player of the game, many more of our nightly awards to give out. And if you want to get involved via the phones, you can do that. Phone number is always 833-288-0973, the number to call. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. The phone lines are lighting up, so we will get to your calls here in just a moment. I do want to highlight uh, before we do that, Gary Sanchez. I mean, how good has this guy been? It's been remarkable. Gary Sanchez now in 13 games with the Padres, six home runs, 15 RBIs, a couple of doubles, a 981 OPS. He's batting, uh, again, 255, 681 slug. I mean, he has just been terrific and behind the plate. I mean, I think he's been really impressive. We heard during our postgame coverage already, Bob Melvin talk about how good Gary has been behind the plate and the work he's done there, working with Ruben Niebla, uh, the expectations for Gary coming in. It feels like everybody around the Padres right now is not only happy about what Gary Sanchez is doing at the plate offensively, which has been tremendous with the power, but what he's doing on the catching side of things. It's been really impressive so far. And then we heard in my conversation with Josh Hader that uh, Hader has a, a previous relationship with Gary Sanchez going back to their days in the Arizona Fall League. So, again, I, I just don't know how you, you walk away with anything other than just uh, a great feeling about what Gary Sanchez has brought to this team, certainly in the lineup, but also he's done a, a fine job behind the plate and working with his pitching staff. So hats off to Gary Sanchez. He has been a major addition to this team. I think all of us wondered what he would add, what it would look like when he was signed, and he has been, uh, I think, way beyond uh, what anybody could have imagined to this point. We'll see how long it lasts. Hopefully it lasts for uh, the rest of the year. But uh, you know what? Gary Sanchez says, uh, and when I say how long it lasts, I mean, just this unbelievable stretch of power. I mean, you know, even if that doesn't continue at this kind of rate, basically hitting a home run every other game, I mean, uh, you know, you hope that he continues to have a solid season. But what he's done here as a brand-new Padre has just been outstanding. So you, you can't overlook how important he's been to this lineup and to this team since the the very first day uh, he joined this club. He's been that good and uh, playing a major role for the Padres here tonight in this 6-3 win. The three-run home run in the first inning for Gary Sanchez. Padres really never look back in this game. All right, phone number to call, 833-288-0973. we got a lot of phone calls to get to. So let's begin with Avery, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Avery. Welcome to the Padres postgame show with Sam Levin. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Sammy? Doing well. So I thought that Bob and Ruben executed the bullpen usage really, really well today. 
I was at the game. I would love to see Martinez pitch. He did great. He's been doing great, except for that, that one strange outing a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And obviously, Steven looks good, too. But I always wonder why we don't pitch Martinez as much. I mean, he started off the season as a starter. And honestly, I think that we could use him as a starter more often than we do, like in when, when we're in a pinch and things like that. I just, I'm curious as to why Bob and Ruben maybe don't want to hmm. pitch Martinez as much, because I think he's amazing. Avery, uh, thank you for the call. And, you know, with Nick Martinez, I mean, right now he's being used as very much a traditional reliever. And as a reliever, I mean, he's being used a lot. This was three out of four games that Nick Martinez has pitched in. He pitched on Friday in Colorado, Saturday in Colorado. Padres were prepared, if you remember, on Sunday to use Nick Martinez out of the bullpen. But then he warmed up and the rain delay happened and the Padres decided they weren't going to use him after that. So they were prepared. It appeared on Sunday to use Nick Martinez in three straight games. So from a a reliever perspective, I mean, they're using him as, as much as they can use him. And that's why he's in the bullpen and he threw a scoreless inning in this game here today. Um, as far as Nick being a starter, I mean, look, that is something we know that still could happen again at some point this season. It's, you know, been out there, and I think everybody uh, sort of acknowledges it, that there's always going to be a chance that Nick goes back into the rotation. Now, how the Padres would build him back up um, will be interesting if they have to do that, but you know, we've we've known for a while that there's always that possibility Nick could go back and forth between the rotation and the bullpen. He's already done one move from the rotation to the bullpen. Uh, I do wonder with Lugo not pitching for a while here and with that injury, I guess a little silver lining is that he's saved some innings here. I wonder how that affects it. Um, but, you know, uh, look, for right now, the Padres have decided to put Nick Martinez in the bullpen, keep him there, use him in a very traditional bullpen role, and, and that's what they're doing. And, look, Nick has done it willingly, and he's done a really good job for the most part out of the bullpen going back to last year. Uh, Avery, as far as the pitching plan tonight, I mean, look, this was a game where you had a three-run lead after six innings, and it went according to script. I mean, Stephen Wilson uh, in the seventh inning, Nick Martinez uh, in the eighth inning, Josh Hader in the, in the uh, ninth inning. I mean, that's, um, you know, I, I think uh, one of the ideal kind of trios in that order uh, in that order for Bob Melvin uh, to go to when he has, uh, you know, a two, three-run lead in a, in a close game. So it went according to script here tonight. Bullpen was great. Wilson, Martinez, and Hader combined for three scoreless innings. Uh, Hader picks up the save. And uh, look, this bullpen, hopefully when Robert Suarez comes back, will get even stronger. There's no doubt a game like tonight, a three-run lead. I mean, this is the kind of game where you're going to have Suarez in the eighth and Hader in the ninth. We're not there yet because Suarez is uh, not back yet. But I uh, went according to uh, to the script tonight. You know, uh, you get a lead. Musgrove is really good. And then Wilson Martinez, Hader, one, two, three out of the bullpen. So, Avery, I hope that answered the questions there. But for right now, you know, they're using Nick as a traditional reliever, really, in, in any scenario they can find. And uh, Nick, to his credit, has uh, has done it willingly and for the most part has been really good. Let's go to Robbie, who's calling in from Ventura. Hi, Robbie. <clears throat> Sammy, I'm not going to get too excited, but just the other day on Ben Woods, there was a caller calling in saying that the Padres can't do small ball and, and it's just a bunch of guys swinging for the fences. But it was so amazing to see those early scores or the early runs in the early innings 
And it, it started with a small ball, and it was freaking awesome. And I loved it, and I'm not going to get too excited, but I, I feel like things are looking up. Gary Sanchez, Joe Musgrove, things are going amazing. And I don't mean to go all TMZ on you, but I know people mm-hmm. who are part of uh, the Cleveland organization, and a lot of those guys were out partying hard last night. So hopefully they're out again, partying in our beautiful town and, and, and uh, you know, engaging in our beautiful people. That's all I got. I'll take your comments off the air. Thank you. All right, Robbie. Appreciate the call. Well, I don't know anything about uh, about that, uh, but apparently you have sources somewhere. Um, you know, look, I, I think on the small ball point, um, you know, look, it's actually a really good point here tonight because if you look at the first inning, Tatis walks, Soto walks, and then Fernando goes to third base on the fly out by Manny, sack fly by Bogarts, just like that, one nothing, and then a couple of batters later, Sanchez has the three-run home run. So you're right. Uh, there was small ball elements to that opening frame. Padres got a lead. They tacked on, and, and they really cruised from there here tonight. So, look, it shows the importance of doing whatever you can to grab an early lead and then set up the rest of the game, and that's really what happened uh, in this game and uh, look, we've seen overall some more small ball moving runners over, just better overall offense. It it didn't really show itself on Sunday in Colorado, Saturday in Colorado, but Wednesday against Seattle, Friday in Colorado, we saw this team have a really good approach and do some really good things offensively, just in an overall sense, and I felt like that picked up again here tonight, so no doubt very good to see. Let's go to Kathy in L.A. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sammy. Um what was cracking me up is the the phone calls today into Ben and Woods and Coach's show and how just freaked out everybody was about losing one game this week. We went three in a row, but all they focused on was that one game we lost yesterday, I mean, on Sunday. So I just, I'm just wondering what the calls are going to be like tomorrow <laughs> calling in after we beat Cleveland today. And it's just going to be interesting to see some of the comments and I think one guy called in and wanted just to blow everything up and get rid of everybody and, you know, trade everybody away and start all over again, which is like, Mm. "Um, okay, whatever. And I don't know if I ever told you, but my cousin in Denver, he's really good friends with Stephen Wilson's stepbrother. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I know. Very nice. "Hmm, Okay. All right, very cool. Yeah, I yeah, I meant to. Uh, I meant to talk to Stephen today about going about uh, his experience back uh, back home. I, I guess he's now pitched there uh, a few times. But yeah, that, that's cool, Kathy. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and um, it's, so it's really nice to see him doing well because I know my cousin and and his friend really follow the Padres now, and I made sure they have like Padres gear to represent in, in Colorado. Very cool. Well, Kathy, appreciate the call. And, uh, you know, look, uh, on your point just about callers earlier, things like that. Look, I, I think, you know, it's something I talked about yesterday, actually, when I was on Ben and Woods as a guest uh, in, in the 9 a.m. hour yesterday. You know, look, with where the Padres are, they're still sitting two games below 500. with how underwhelming the first third plus of the season has been. Every game feels really, really important as the Padres try to dig themselves out of this hole. So, you know, and, and I'm guilty of it too, kind of riding the emotions game by game. For as good as the first two games in Colorado felt, the game on Sunday didn't feel very good when it was over, and especially the way they lost. Um, but look, when you zoom out, and we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now, I, I think this team undoubtedly is playing better baseball, better offensive baseball in particular, 
and we'll see. Look, they have to go on a run here at some point to zoom past the 500 mark and then, you know, keep your foot on the gas pedal, keep going. If they want to get back into the division race, if they want to uh, win a wild card spot, we have a long way to go, 90-plus games still. But, uh, look, the kind of offense and the kind of starting pitching and bullpen work they got tonight, that's a pretty good recipe for going on that kind of run. It's one game. They've been playing better baseball. There's no doubt. Uh, We'll see if they can continue it tomorrow. All right, we'll uh, get back to your phone calls in just a little bit. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight will go with Josh Hader. Why not? Really nice outing for Josh Hader. Struck out three, picked up save number 16. Relatively drama-free ninth inning. Gave up a two-out single. That was no big deal. Josh Hader, our relief pitcher of the game for what he did in the ninth inning here tonight in this 6-3 win for the Padres over the Cleveland Guardians. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. First pitch on the way. Sanchez swings. Hits it in the air to deep left field. Juan back into the gap at the wall. Looking up. Gonna go. Gary Sanchez. Say it with me. Again. This time a three-run homer. 4-0 San Diego in the first inning. Gary Sanchez, our player of the game. It really was a battle between him, Joe, and Fernando here tonight. But I'm giving it to Gary. Why not? Three-run home run in the first inning. It was the biggest hit of this game. It really was. Really broke it open in the first inning. You went from a 1-0 lead saying, all right, we got a run here in the first inning to there's four. And the Padres never looked back. I mean, they really didn't here tonight. So for that reason, Gary Sanchez, our player of the game, is sixth home run in just 13 games as a San Diego Padre. All right, let's uh, continue on the phones uh, before we uh, go to break here. Let's go to Zacron in Pacific Beach. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, hi. All hey, right. Sam, uh, how you doing? Oh, there we go. How's it going? You doing good? I'm doing well. How are you? Okay, listen. This is a hot take. I think this team is going to uh, go very far in the postseason. I've always said that. I don't care if they lose the next three. I have faith in these guys, and I think they could uh, get it done. All right. I like I like the optimism. I like what you're bringing. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey. What what's your name? I I think we had a a a, a typing error. Daxton. Daxton. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Daxton. You can call me whatever Daxton. you want, Sam. Yeah, we, uh, you know what, it's it's the phones. You know what the autocorrect, Daxton in Pacific <laughs> Beach. All right, yeah. there we go. Daxton, well, I appreciate your uh, your optimism, your enthusiasm. I hope you're right. I mean, look, this team has a long way to go still. They're still sitting two games below 500. But you hope that 
the brand of baseball they've played really for the most part the last couple of weeks and you know even going back to uh, to Wednesday against the Mariners. Padres have now won four of five going back to uh, that Wednesday game against Seattle. You hope that it's a sign of things to come. One game at a time, I think, is my mindset right now. Um, you get the two games below 500, you come out tomorrow, and you see if you can do it again. I know that sounds super cliche, but right now with this team, we, we know what they need to do, right? I mean, and I think the recipe is pretty simple. I mean, when their offense and their star players hit the ball, and do what they're supposed to do, this team's going to win a lot of games. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And you throw into the mix here tonight what Joe Musgrove did. I mean, look, if if this team can start hitting the way they did here tonight, especially grabbing an early lead and getting the kind of pitching performances from Joe and getting those same kind of performances from Hugh Darvish and Blake Snell, who was great on Sunday, and Michael Waka, and the list goes on. I mean, tonight was a pretty good recipe for a lot of wins. Really good starting pitching early offense and great bullpen work you're going to win a lot of games if you follow that blueprint that's what the Padres did here tonight look they've done it before but what the Padres have not done over the span of weeks you know over the span of uh uh you know a dozen games two dozen games is play that kind of baseball for a really extended stretch and that's what we're searching for here you know they win tomorrow all of a sudden you're looking at a a pretty nice run even with the game on sunday in colorado so one game at a time but there's no doubt over the the past handful of games they've played a better brand of baseball and uh, playing the way they did here tonight that'll mean a lot of good things all right we'll step aside here on the padres radio network we have our out-of-town scoreboard coming up play of the game and we also will take some more of your phone calls if you want to get them in 833-288-0973 the phone number again 833-288-0973 post-game coverage continues after this again the final padres six guardians three on the padres radio network Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park tonight, the Padres 6 and the Guardians 3. Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. It is emptied out. Everybody has gone home except for me. I'm still here. Hopefully uh, people listening out there as we recap this Padres win. They take the series opener from cleveland more on game two of this series coming up a little bit later if you want to squeeze a phone call in before we get out of here we do have time 833-288-0973 the phone number again 833-288-0973 the phone number to call i do have some tweets and some dms here to get to while uh, we have a moment we've got dj saying uh, from Logan and Henry, it seems like some of the balls that were just barely not making it earlier this season are starting to drop for hits lately. Uh, yeah, DJ, I think there's some, uh, or Logan and Henry, uh, yeah, there's some truth to that. Um, you know, maybe a little bit better luck and, um, you know, maybe the, the Sanchez home run, the Tatis home run, you know, maybe it's warming up a little bit, balls flying a little bit more. Um, I can buy that, certainly. We've got Donnie Singh, have to be proud of what Sanchez is doing. Six home runs in 13 games, good for him. No doubt, Donnie, he's been 
uh, a huge contributor to this team. I mean, talk about exceeding expectations. He's been wonderful. We've got Sylvia on Instagram uh, DMing saying, my first W, great win tonight. Well, Sylvia, great to uh, have you at the ballpark here tonight. You were part of a crowd, 40,197, the total attendance, the 23rd sellout this season at Petco Park as the fans continue to make this place rock and the great news here tonight had a lot to cheer about early on with the Sanchez home run, the Tatis home run later in the game, and the Padres go on to take this series opener. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, tell you what's been going on around the major leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Kind of amazing on this Tuesday. It's 10.02 p.m. Every game has gone final already. Very quick games, even on the West Coast today. Orioles beat the Blue Jays 11-6 earlier today in Baltimore. Gunnar Henderson hit a grand slam in that game as part of a 17-hit outburst for the Orioles. Rockies beat the Red Sox in 10, 7-6 at Fenway Park. Randall Gritchick, a two-run double in the 10th inning to... uh, Uh, give the Rockies uh, a lead in that 10th inning. Yankees beat the Mets 7-6 in New York at City Field Subway Series. Max Scherzer could not get out of the fourth inning in that game for the Mets. Twins beat the Brewers 7-5 in Minnesota. Carlos Correa, a two-run home run in that one. Giants beat the Cardinals 11-3 in St. Louis. Angels over the Rangers 7-3 in Arlington. Hunter Renfro, a two-run home run in that game. For the Angels, Cubs beat the Pirates 11-3 in Chicago earlier. Ian Happ, a uh, three-run home run in that one for Chicago. Reds beat the Royals 5-4 in Kansas City earlier. Astros beat the Nationals 6-1 in Houston. Astros hit four home runs in that game. Mariners beat the Marlins 9-3 in Seattle. The Phillies beat up on the Diamondbacks 15-3. In Arizona, D-backs have been playing extremely well, but the Phillies score 15 runs on 20 hits here tonight. A's beat the Rays 2-1 in Oakland. The seventh consecutive win for the A's. They're 19-50 now on reverse boycott night at Oakland Coliseum. If you have not seen the videos from this, something to watch. Oakland Coliseum looked very filled up. Chance, displeasure being voiced about... The A's potentially moving to Vegas. Really a scene in Oakland here tonight. And the A's won the game. Their seventh consecutive win. How about that? Dodgers beat the White Sox 5-1 in L.A. earlier tonight. Will Smith, David Peralta, home runs in that game for the Dodgers. And one postponement, Braves and the Tigers in Detroit. They'll play a doubleheader tomorrow. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday. We'll have our play of the game coming up in a second. First, let's go back to the phones. We go to Don, who's calling in from Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Don. Hey, how you doing, Sammy? I'm doing great. Beautiful evening. Padre win. Life is good. Yeah, you can't complain too much recently. And they have been playing so much better. You're right. Offensively, mm-hmm. it's great to see. Um, you know, you go to a baseball game at, or you watch it on TV, it seems like uh, baseball more than any other sport, you see some things you haven't seen before or at least you haven't seen live or haven't seen in a long time. And uh, tonight we saw the guy get hit, you know, with the uh, baseball there. And I think that was top of the first inning. He was called out. That was kind of interesting. And then 
you know, it's not quite as rare, but in the uh, top of the sixth inning, we saw Naylor slide into second wide and uh, prevent the double play from happening. And, you know, Sammy, my question to you about that Naylor play is how wide can you be and, um, you know, still do it safely, still do it legally, I should say. I'm not really yeah. know the answer. Yeah, well, I think you have to stay in the baseline. I'm going to be honest with you, Don. I, I don't recall that play. And, look, I, I do a lot of different things during the game. Sometimes my head's down and, oh, and my okay. laptop or something. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I didn't see uh, or I can't recall what uh, what you're talking about there in the sixth inning with Naylor. I did see the play where Rosario got hit on the ball that Naylor hit. Um, but I'll yeah. have to investigate a little bit and watch it again and, and get back to you. All right, sounds good, Sam. You have a great night. Go Padres. All right, all right, Don. Appreciate the call. Uh, I didn't see that play. Um, Musgrove did give up a run in that inning on a sack fly to Freeman, but I'm not not totally sure what uh, Don re- is referring to there. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm looking at my laptop, getting all the things ready that we do here on the post game show, while also paying attention very closely to the game. That's the way it goes sometimes. Um, I do want to, while Don brings up Josh Naylor. You know, I thought what the Padres did and what Joe Musgrove did really well here tonight, and it was one of our keys to the game, was controlling the three, four, five spots in the in the Guardians lineup, Ramirez, Naylor, and Bell. Now, you're going to look at the box score here tonight and see that Ramirez had a hit and a run scored. Naylor had two hits. Bell had two hits. So five hits combined, including a home run for Bell. And if you just look at that, you're like, oh, well, they didn't do a great job limiting those guys. But you know what? They did a good job limiting what they did. You know, Ramirez, a single in the sixth inning, but you're already leading at that point. Uh, you know, you're already leading. I suppose the score at that point was 6-2, to two, so that's not a huge deal. You know, Naylor has the hit in the first inning, but remember, it hit Rosario, so the inning was over, so that really didn't do anything. Then Naylor has the hit in the sixth inning back-to-back with Ramirez to put two on. Nobody out, but again, you're dealing with a four-run lead at that point, so you have a cushion. You still have a lot of uh, wiggle room there. And then Bell, the home run in the second, but at that point, it was a 4 nothing game already so you know I, I thought you know Ramirez has a hit Naylor has two Bell has the home run but because the Padres got the early lead I'm sure that allowed Joe Musgrove to pitch a little bit more freely you know maybe he gives up a hit or two you know he wouldn't have if he has to be a little bit more fine not dealing with that lead but I guess the point is is that the hits for the three four five hitters in the lineup uh, they didn't really hurt you in a big way. So that's okay. And when we talk about limiting those guys, it's not about, you know, making Jose Ramirez, who's one of the best players in baseball, have an offer. It's about limiting the damage he does. You know, if he's going to hit a home run, let it be a solo home run. He has a double, let it be with nobody on. You know, things like that. And the Padres did a good job at that here tonight. Looking at my keys to the game, and I'm going to start doing this more here on the post game, where we go back and look at the keys. My other key was getting the Padres' offense back on track. And you really felt like after sort of a disappointing day in Denver on Sunday where they score three early runs, but, man, they don't score until the ninth inning. And if they had tacked on to that lead in Colorado and against the Nelson Lamette, that's a different game. They didn't, and they end up losing the game on the walk-off home run. And it was such a wacky ending with the rain and all of it. 
but you felt like this was the offense we saw on Wednesday against Seattle, Friday against Colorado. This good approach, aggressiveness early, scoring early. It felt like they got back on track. It really did. So they did that here tonight as well. And I think my third key, my my mini key, if you will, was playing better at home. You know, it's no secret. Padres have not played great at home. They entered today 13-18 and 18 here at Petco Park. Well, they played really well in front of a sellout crowd here tonight at home. And it did everything everything right. Early offense, power, good starting pitching, great bullpen work. That's a recipe for a, for a lot of wins. So they did a, a lot of good things in front of the home crowd here tonight. A lot of things to smile about. Let's tell you about our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. The 0-1 pitch. And Tati swings, lines one in the air to deep center field. Straw racing straight back. Looks up, gonna go! A line drive, home run for Fernando Tatis Jr. Over the Saquon sign in front of the bullpen, just to the left of straightaway center field. Second home run of the night that the Padres have hit against Tanner Bybee, and it's 5-1 pods in the second. Our play of the game here tonight, the home run by El Nino in the second solo shot, 13th of the season for Fernando Tatis Jr. And at the time, gave the Padres a 5-1 lead. Now, of course, we could have given our play of the game to Gary Sanchez, the three-run home run. We already gave Gary player of the game, so we've got to mix it up a little bit, you know, spread out the, uh, the awards a little bit. I'll tell you, though, what would be the argument for Fernando's play or his home run, his play of the game. Padres take a 4-0 lead in the first inning. Lead-off man in the second, Josh Bell, home run, it's 4-1. to And the Padres, you know, didn't fall into that lull offensively that we've seen a lot this season, where they score early, and then you go through a handful of innings, and sometimes the rest of the game, and they don't get anything else going. We've seen that, especially here at home. And that didn't happen in this game. They responded right away with Fernando's home run in the second. They got the run right back to make it 5-1. to one, Tacked on later in the game with the two-run double, or I should say uh, RBI double for Xander Bogarts in the fifth inning. So from that perspective, I thought Fernando's home run was really, really important. Certainly worthy of play of the game as Fernando goes deep and the Padres go on to win it 6-3. to three. A shout-out to Alex, who DMs on Instagram. Alex says, still listening. Alex, pre- uh, appreciate you listening on this Tuesday evening as we uh, approach the very end of our post-game show. Taking a look at tomorrow, game two of this three-game series between the Padres and the Guardians. First pitch tomorrow, same time, same place, 6.40 p.m. Our pregame coverage begins at 5.40. Right-hander Michael Waka on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Aaron Savali on the mound for Cleveland. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 6.40. And Arika Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 5.40. So I certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in this series opener between the Padres and the Guardians. For San Diego, six runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on five. For Cleveland, three runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on seven. Winning pitcher was Joe Musgrove, who improves to four and two. 
Losing pitcher was Tanner Bybee, who drops the two and two. And the save goes to Josh Hader, number 16 of 2023. Time of game, a quick one, two hours and 18 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, the 23rd sellout of the season, 40,197. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. As always, if you missed any of our post-game coverage, you can listen to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Mark Casey, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 6 and the Cleveland Guardians 3. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.